Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The truth behind Sasha Banks appearing at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17. Bray Wyatt provides an update on the health of Barry Windham. And five titles change hands at ROH Final Battle last night. And there's a bunch of your questions to get to, of course, because it is the solo Sunday news here at What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, turn on notification bells on, all that generic jazzy stuff that I had to get out there early on. But most importantly, as ever, just make sure you're having a great day. But Sasha Banks, who is not on either of these shows I watched, um, I, I would I would kill for some Sasha Banks right now. Some uh, Sasha Banks, one of the, the greatest talents in the world. She Banks, Wrestle Kingdom. The, the story in the week was that Sasha Banks will be attending in some capacity New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17 next month. Uh, and there's been a slight update on that from the Wrestling Observer, more Wrestling Observer Radio for Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, to say that the, um, the, the, the the deal here is this appearance has not been booked through WWE. Um, and the belief of New Japan Pro Wrestling is that because the, the, well, it's January the 4th is the first day of Wrestle Kingdom 17. And there's another date on the, I think it's the 21st of January. Uh, and the belief amongst New Japan Pro Wrestling, if this, this report from The Observer is to be believed, is that New Japan are under the belief that Sasha Banks will be free to do whatever she wants by those dates. As in, she'll be a free agent. Now, it's it's... It, this one's a, it's a strange story has been developing because it's, I mean, we've seen how WWE under Triple H has been willing to work with other promotions. I mean, you've got Shinsuke Nakamura uh, facing the great Muta for, for Noah uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, and that's an arrangement that's come together. So some people thought that maybe this was a WWE and a, uh, and a New Japan Pro Wrestling agreement where, okay, Sasha can go there and do something. Of course, she'll also add that these reports of Sasha Banks being at Wrestle Kingdom 17, there's no details on what role she will play there. So it's just like, she's going to be there. Is she going to wrestle? Is she just going to be backstage? Is she there for talks about something? Is she going to be on screen but not wrestle? That all remains to be seen. And of course, there is plenty of rumblings that, that there could be some sort of setup in play for Sasha to face Kyrie, the, the former Kyrie Sane, who is the IWGP Women's Champion, the inaugural IWGP Women's Champion. And then there's also that, that 11th of January date where Soraya is going to be teaming with a mystery partner to take on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter. So definitely lots to keep your eyes on, on this one. Um, and I mean, I just, I, I'd like to see Sasha Banks in the wrestling ring sooner rather than later because she is just ridiculously talented. Um, someone else who's ridiculously talented, of course, is Barry Windham. Uh, 
an absolute legend of the business who unfortunately this this past week suffered a heart attack now bray wyatt who is the the nephew of barry wendem has provided an update taken to instagram um to to say that uh, thankfully uh, barry wendem is out of the icu he's stabilized but there was a scary details where where bray details bray details lots of details bray detailed how his uncle didn't have a pulse for between 10 and 20 minutes which is that's just scary man uh, and also he gave a shout out to a i've got it written down here a michael todd Lalick uh for helping out it was just a civilian who was there when barry had his heart attack and gave him cpr until the uh the, the medics could be on the scene so it looks like barry windham is is taking an upturn in his health which is great to hear uh, as mentioned uh bray white said that he's stabilized now he is out of the icu so hopefully the, the worst is behind him and um, and it's, I mean, hopefully it's, it's a recovery from here for Barry Windham because one of, as mentioned, one of the all-time greats. There was a spell of where Barry Windham was, if he wasn't the best wrestler on the planet, he was in the conversation, especially if, if you look at the baby faces. I mean, just uh, phenomenal, a phenomenal work. When you've got people like Steve Austin and Ric Flair saying how Barry Windham is, is one of the greatest people they've ever stepped across the ring with, or in some cases, the best person they've been in the ring with, the most naturally gifted person they've been in the ring with, you know that the, the dude was legit. It doesn't get any more legit than getting praise from someone like Austin or, or, or Ric Flair, two people who've been there, done it, wrestled pretty much everyone there is to wrestle in terms of, you know, relatively modern history. So, uh, yeah, Barry Wyndham just one of the greats the one of the greats and away from that story i don't know how to transition from that to ring of honor <laughs> it's just it's, it's a it's a somber story to well ring of honor had some title changes at their big pay-per-view and they did last night was ring of honor final battle 2022 and one two three four five times titles change hands five times okay don't make me also booker t just a, a little, I'm going off on a tangent here. Like I said, I've had minimal sleep because I've been up to watch two wrestling shows before I even start work. Um, but Bucket T, just on NXT deadline, there was a, a moment where, spoiler, Roxanne Perez won the, won the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge and Bucket T, who trained her, got very emotional at the announced death. It was just, it was very cool to see. Very, uh, a genuine moment. Uh, it was, yeah, it was cool to see. But Final Battle, which was the other wrestling show that took place last night, five titles changed hands. Uh, first up in the second match of the night, you had Athena defeating Mercedes Martinez to become the new ROH Women's Champion. Then you had the Embassy beating Dalton Boys in the Castle. Uh, Dalton Boys in the Castle? Dalton. Ay, ay, ay. Dalton Castle and the Boys. This is my lack of sleep kicking in. Uh, the Embassy defeated Don Castle and the Boys to become the new RH six man tag team champions. Then you had Wheeler Utah regaining the pure title by beating Daniel Garcia. You had the, the, the Briscoes, Dem Boys, beating FTR to become the 13-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion. And you have Claudio Castagnoli regaining the RH World title and avoiding joining the JAS uh, by defeating Chris Jericho in the main event. Now, there's lots to get into here. I could talk about all these matches all morning long, or all afternoon long, depending on watching this, but just the Briscoes, man. Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, Thank you. What what a match. I mean, this, uh, a cheap plug here. I did an interview a few weeks ago with the lovely Tom Talks Rubbish for his YouTube, YouTube channel, which is going to go out in January, I believe, is when it's airing. Um, one of the questions I got asked was, what is my match of the year? And it was the Briscoes versus FTR number two. Last night, those sons of guns have gone and possibly even topped that. Now, this is the, the third match they've had, this trilogy they've had across the last year. 
And what a match. Not just was this match of the night. This, again, was a genuine match of the year candidate. Of course, the, the stipulation was, uh, it, well, the, the gimmick of play was the, the double dog collar. Now, I can take or leave dog collar matches. When they're good, they're great. But often there's, I mean, really by the great Valentine's the one that jumps out. CM Punk, MJF in more recent times. But sometimes they're just a bit, eh, I don't know. Um, I, but this, holy moly, man. And it was, it's so... Not frust- yeah, frustrating. It's so frustrating sometimes with uh, how FTR have been used uh, and, and the Briscoes as well to an extent. Um, where as of like going into Dynamite on Wednesday this this past week, there was like re- really we're gonna have a ring about the pay per view and FTR aren't on that and they're not defending the ROH tag team titles. And all of a sudden they just from nowhere it's like oh actually no it is um, and it's gonna be a double dog collar match and it's gonna be against the Briscoes again. It's like, why could we have done I know obviously why we could have done this weeks in advance and and built to it because uh, the the Briscoe are not allowed on AEW programming Um, but it's like it was just so thrown together like kayfabe wise at the last minute Um, but man what a match this was if you if you've I don't know if you go your way to watch any match this year dare I say maybe any match sorry any match last night or dare I say maybe any match this year Briscoe's FTR three or any of those three matches, just ridiculous, man. Uh, just a phenomenal match, um, and also uh, just as a shout out for another great match that happened recently, it's Speedball Mike Daly. I mean, what I do Speedball is so you got Speedball Mike Bailey going up against the walking weapon Josh Alexander for the Impact World Title. Um, now this is a match that went nearly an hour, and I watched this last night, and it was just like. Well, questions. There are a bunch of questions that are coming today. Um, so first one's coming from Sarah Woods. Morning, Sarah. Uh, CM Punk, bad to WWE, yay or nay? I'm saying yay. I'm saying yay. I, I think, I think yeah, at some point. I, I think Triple H is a very smart businessman. He, uh, as we've seen, he's mended fences with so many people before. Uh, that were broken by, well, were burned down by Vince McMahon, Bruno Sammartino, the Ultimate Warrior, just as two people. Unfortunately, he couldn't mend the bridge with matching around Randy Savage and get get the match man in the Hall of Fame before he sadly passed away, which that's that's one that always sticks in my core a bit. Um, but Hunter is very good at, at mending bridges. Hunter's very good at taking himself away from a situation and looking at, and it's not, the, it, it sounds like a pun, but the whole, what's best for business. Uh, and CM Punk returns to WWE is very much best for WWE business. CM Punk in any wrestling promotion. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you're not a CM Punk fan. The guy, if you're any wrestling promotion on the planet, you should be wanting CM Punk to wrestle for you. Uh, you should be wanting CM Punk to be an on-air presence for you. You should want him on commentary. It was it was when, when, before he cut the pipe bomb. He's like, I'm the best on commentary. I'm the best in that ring. I'm the best. And he is. He's great. He's phenomenal. He brings eyeballs to a product. He puts on great matches. He cuts great promos. There are just the, the positives far outweigh the negatives. You could be the biggest CM Punk hater, but you can't deny what that guy brings to to, to, to a promotion. Um, and it's one of those where it's like, I mean, if he wrestled a few more matches, like, there's a chance like he's in the running for wrestler of the year for 2022. Um, but yeah, so I think CM Punk and WWE, I think it comes down to CM Punk. If, uh, I think WWE Triple H would welcome him with open arms. It's just the case of how Punk views the wrestling business now. As the whole brawl out saga has that soured him on wrestling yet again. 
is is he happy to go back to WWE knowing the problems from before but of course a lot of those problems were Vince McMahon driven of course Triple H was, was no saint back then as the the famed story where Triple H is going to wrestle CM Punk at Wrestlemania that was that was one of the plans um, CM Punk to the round and said well you need to wrestle me at Wrestlemania I don't need to wrestle you sort of thing is in I'm the big draw here and he was uh, but yeah and it's a long way round here Sarah apologies it, it, it happens on a Sunday uh, but yes, I think Sam Bong does end up back there, and I will be very happy to see it. Uh, don't boo me. Don't boo me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Mark Stolley's got in touch. Hey, Mark. Um, more than Andrew, thoughts on if AEW will have a Hall of Fame first or Chris Jericho goes into the WWE Hall of Fame. Also, do you think being mainly based in one area of AEW will actually build one someday? Okay. Uh, maybe then WWE would. Hell, I'll take just one for all wrestling. And there we've got Pooches, as ever, on a Sunday. Send me pictures to your pets. It always puts a smile on his face, especially a very sleepy face this morning. Um, I think Chris Jericho goes into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think AEW will get round to that eventually to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't think that's going to be for a little while. I mean, we'll talk about a company that what only really came to be in 2019. So I think it's way too early for that. I mean, Chris Jericho is a Hall of Fame talent, no matter how you cut it. He is a headline Hall of Fame talent. He is that, that marquee name, the, the the name that goes in. He's the headliner so whenever he goes in. The, the guy... Again, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Jericho haters out there, and it's. I mean, some of his stuff in AW hasn't really been for me. But this, again, this last year, you talk about rest of the, of the year. Chris Jericho's in that conversation. I don't think he is the rest of the year, but just what a year he's had to turn things around from where things were at AW, where he's just a bit like, eh, to now just putting on all these great matches. It's like, how how are you doing this at your age, man? Uh, just so yeah, Jericho is a Hall of Famer. Um, uh, but by any stretch of imagination, any any means, whatever you want to test things, you want you want to talk about in ring work, you want to talk about promos, you want to talk about influence on the business, you want to talk about legacy, you want to talk about tenure. Chris Jericho, tick 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 tick, all of those boxes done. So I think um, in terms of your questions, I've gone slightly around the houses, as you will know very much by now, Mark. Um, 
is uh, does he go to the, the AEW Hall of Fame first or the WWE Hall of Fame first? I think by default it's the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him possibly end up back in WWE in some capacity in a few years. Um, maybe uh, well, that's as, a, as an agent, a producer, an, an on-screen talent. It, it could even still be as, a, as an in-ring talent. Uh, but I think Jericho in the WWE Hall of Fame happens before an AEW one. I think I'll see the third. Hey, Edgar. Uh, with the Edge of Persona, they have given Austin a theory. Do you think they missed the boat and giving him that edge on KO Brooker's nose? I feel like that could have been similar to Jack's breaking Becky's nose. Hashtag Solo Sunday. Um, no. <laughs> that's, that's the short answer. No, right, next. No, uh, I think that um, the Edge of Persona for Austin Theory is great to see. Um, they've really salvaged uh, an act that was going nowhere. Um, I think though, to compare to Becky Lynch, I don't. I don't think he was at the level that Becky was before that happened. And I think that was a part of it. Was people were clamoring to see Becky Lynch, and of course, Becky Lynch was was a babyface. There was they tried to turn a heel. That whole turn on, on Charlotte Flair, which ended up just with more people cheering for Becky. Um, so I think that's the big difference there. That Becky was this really hot babyface that everybody was waiting, wanting to see, putting the big spots, and he weren't getting it. And there was that, that kind of almost, um, I guess, held down feel. Though she wasn't, because she had, had titles uh, before that. But there was that, that kind of held down feel to it. So when that broken nose happened with Ajax, that kind of like triggered like, oh, that, that's that's a badass look. And people just rallied behind Becky even more. With Austin Theory, there's there's not that rally in there because, I mean, first and foremost, he's a heel. So there's not, there's not that natural want to see him succeed and do well and overcome the odds because he's a dirty, cheating scumbag on TV. So, so yeah, I, I don't think they missed the boat there, but I, I am very glad to see uh, to see Austin Theory in the, the role he's in at the moment. Nick Johnson's got in touch. Uh, hey, Nick, uh, from a wrestling perspective, between the ROH and NXT pay-per-view shows this weekend, which title change are you most surprised by? Mm, um, that's a really good question. Uh, I think it's a kind of skew adjacent from it a little bit. I'm, as I mentioned earlier, I was most surprised that Samoa Joe didn't lose the ROH TV title. Juice Robinson. Um, if I'm going to pick one that I'm surprised by, I guess maybe FTR. Uh, I mean, the Briscoes were, I mean, they were 2 0 down in, in the series so far, so you're thinking they're going to get a win back somewhere, but it just it felt like FTR were just, they're on that cusp of we've got all the gold, we're going to carry on with more gold. Um, and so I think, yeah, maybe FTR, and especially because we don't, we weren't sure what the, what the crack was with the Briscoes, whether they were going to be full time with Ring of Honor, whether Tony was going to sign them. Um, and obviously, clearly, I mean, there's, there's plans for the Briscoes, and rightly so, because to me, those two, I, I don't know, that's a bit unfair, I was going to say that they're probably the two best tag teams on the planet, but, you know, the Usos have been having a great year, um, it's hard to look past them, but to me, FTR are the greatest tag team on the planet, and uh, the Briscoes, the Usos, you put them two or three in some some way, some way, shape or form. Ong Ong, is, I hope that's how I pronounce it, Ong Ong, um, touch. hello Andrew, good day to you, my English name is also Andrew, hello. There we go. Uh, my question is that since Triple H is signing more female talents, do you think WWE's women's division needs a secondary title? If yes, what title should be introduced? Uh, Queen of the Ring title or Women's TDP title? Um, I mean, first and foremost, they need—they have got some great female talent there. They've got lots of female talent there. I mean, Tegan Knox is the latest to return, which I was very happy to see. As, as a as a Welshman, I'm, I'm always here for some Knox. She, she's great. So it's great to see her back in the big time on WWE programming. So, uh, I... I think you you could introduce a secondary title, but I think first and foremost you need to uh, make the the talent you've got. You need to use them in, in, a, in a way 
that feels um, like it's worthy of a secondary title. I mean, you've got just some of the bunking lately I'm not too, too much of a fan of. But I just think, I don't know, at the moment, we all know that Ronda Rousey isn't losing that title on SmackDown until maybe WrestleMania against Becky Lynch. So there's there's that to focus on. And anybody that goes up, like Raquel Rodriguez, uh, Raquel Gonzalez is still clearly going to be up against Ronda soon, but we all know that she is not going to win. <laughs> well, that's, that's how I'm looking at it anyway. Um, and then over on Raw, you've got Bianca Belair, who's done a great job at the, the top of the mountain. Uh, she's going to be up against either Alexa Bliss or Bailey. And so, I don't know, it just feels a little bit predictable a bit. And there's... WWE, for all the great work it's done with its women's division, sometimes it struggles to keep more than one major story cooking, um, should we say, on a brand. So, I mean, for the last little while, it's been it's been Bianca Belair and it's been damage control. That's That's been the thing. Obviously, we've had war games where you have more people involved in that. There's been Bianca Belair, Bailey, and off there is, is damage control as well. And if you looked further down the card, there's not really been too much going on in terms of other storylines for the women on Raw. And likewise on SmackDown, it's kind of, it's Ronda Rousey and whoever, and then the rest just kind of trickles down. So I think you could introduce a secondary title. I don't think it's really needed at the moment, but they need to, first and foremost, be able to kind of keep more plates spinning, and have different storylines going on. There can be storylines when there's not a title involved. That's my point. You can have uh, a really good women's feud without it having to be involving the Raw title, the SmackDown title, the, the NXT title, whatever. Or, or the, obviously the tag team titles, which are just a prop at the moment. There's just nothing. So hopefully that answers your question on that. And our last question here from Ashley, who's got in touch. Will John Moxley invite Kineske Takeshita into the Blackpool Combat Club? I would very much be here for that. Uh, I had the absolute pleasure and fortune of spending some time with his Lordship, Boy Regal, last weekend. Uh, and that was one of the topics that came up. Was well, not not Takeshita, but just what happens with Blackpool Combat Club um, from here on out. This was before the news was announced that what was happening with Regal that he definitely returns to WWE. Um, and his his approach was that they don't need him anymore. The Blackpool Combat Club is in Regal that is not needed. But now it's about bringing in those young guys and maybe somebody else joins and maybe it's more about Moxley and Danielson and, and Claudio being the mentors and and, and having Wheeler Yuta to learn from those. Um, and he, yeah, he, I, I mean, Takeshi is as good a fit as any. God, man, how good is he? Just, just phenomenal. What, 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 what a worker, what a wrestler. Of course, be sure to come and follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow myself if you really want to at CultureLeftPeg on Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, follow, all of that good generic stuff. Most importantly, have a great Sunday. Whatever you do, whether it's something, whether it's nothing, I hope it goes really smooth for you. And if it doesn't, I hope that frown turns upside down. And I'll be back next week. Catch you later. Oh, um, of course, make sure to go watch FTR uh, uh, and the Briscoes and Spiegel Mike Bailey versus Josh Alexander. You will not be sorry. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.